All right, we've already heard a sermon. Let's sit down just for a few minutes. And, 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 and Jen has the audacity to call me long-winded. <laughs> but I, in light of this, and, 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 and listen, we're just going to take a few minutes so they can have time to, to do their um, play and to do that practice and, and what's going on back there. Um, and that's fine. Nobody's going to die if they don't get to the restaurant till 1230. Um, uh, but uh, I just I just wanted to throw a few things out, if you don't mind. Um, going into 22, the end of this year and going into 22, there's just some things I want to talk to y'all about, okay? And I, and I think it's important, okay? Um, we want 2022 to be the best year um, in Riverview Christian history, okay? To do that... Some of us, like Jen was talking about in his testimony, we've got to step up and out of our comfort zone and begin to take some responsibility and do some things that we haven't been doing, okay? Let me help you with something. If all you're doing is attending church and you have no other responsibility, you need to step up. Okay, I mean, I'm thinking about, listen, when it comes to welcoming people and, and ushering and all that kind of stuff, how hard is it to go outside there, first off, move down, because don't take the back seats for the late people, all right, and, and go outside and say, hi, welcome to Riverview Christian. It does not take a seminary education to do that, all right? It just, it's, it's something that everybody could do, but for some reason, everybody doesn't. And I'm not sure what that's all about. I'm going to be honest with you, okay? Let me scare you, okay? I need somebody. We already have Deb back in the infant. I need somebody to take responsibility at, for the two to five, six to eight. You say, well, we don't have that right now. You're right, but we're gonna. Okay? Two to five, six to eight, nine to 12, um, 13 to 14 ish, 16, 16 to 18, and 19 to 24. I want you to understand something. A few years ago, when I asked Jen just to stand up in front of the parents at the school, she just about passed out. Okay, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It was like, you want me to do what? Just say hello to the parents at the school. Okay, look at this, all right? Listen, folks, I need you to hear what I'm saying. I, wait, I need you to start praying. Well, I don't know whether I'm able. If you feel like you're able, I don't want you to take the job. I want you to be called of God. Say, I, I got them two to fives, and I'll build a team. I won't do it all myself, but I'll build the team. I got that 6 to 8. I got that 9 to 12. I got that 13 to 16. I got that um, 17 to whatever and 19 to 12. I've got that. Now, you're going to have to go through the board. You're going to have to not just step up and do that th- sort of thing. We want to make sure that everybody that does it has the training and is prepared and is spiritually prepared and, and shows a proper example. But folks, we need to have this happening. There is a reason that so, God has sent so few people from the school to our church and the community to our church. And it's because we're not prepared and we're not willing to step up. 
Understand? I mean, it, it's time, folks. You know, we're not, we're not talking going to get a PhD. We're talking about being over, overseeing and making sure that a group of kids are ministered to. If they're not here, you contact them, you teach them, you love on them, you work with their parents. If, if you're not sure how to deal with certain situations, you get in touch with me or, or one of the other pastors and, and we go from there. Amen? This has to happen. This has to happen. Okay, I just thought I'd throw it out. But remember, it's not just about me throwing it out and you saying that's what I want to do. It's about you stepping up, going through the process, going through the teaching, learning, making sure that you're the person that's prepared to do these different things. Amen? It's not hard. I want to build on what Jen said, and, and, and I don't have time to do all that I was going to do today. But I, but I think it's important. Um, I was reading on Monday for the Riverview Groups. And, um, and, and, and it was the story of the birth of Samuel. And I'm not going to read all the stuff I was going to read. But it, what happened in the birth of Samuel is, is that he, Hannah, his mother, was Hannah, right? I got the right name, right? Hannah, his, I got COVID brain, you know. Hannah, his mother, had been barren. And one of the things I just think is so important right there, you've got to read that and see. That it said God had closed her womb. Now, I'm going to be honest, when some woman is is dealing with that, it's hard for me to say God has closed the womb, okay? Because that's hurtful. I want to say the devil did it. But in this case, God had closed the womb. But the part you have to understand, if God has closed the womb, God's in control and has the grace to help you with whatever you're dealing with. And if God chooses to open the womb, he can open the womb. Okay, and, and I, I just think that's important. In this case, Hannah came in. She was praying at the altar. And, um, and she was moving her lips. She wasn't saying anything. So Eli, the, uh, not our Eli, but Eli, the, 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 the priest, he, he, he went to her and, and he kind of rebuked her and said, well, are you drunk? And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not drunk. I'm pouring out my heart because I'm hurting. And she didn't go to to right all there, right there. But basically what happened was Eli said, well, whatever you're praying for, I, it is my blessing that God will bless you in that area. And guess what? God opened the womb. Okay. And she had this little one named Samuel. But Even before Samuel was born, what did she say? If you give me a son, if you bless me, I will give him back to you. And you can use him all the days of your life, of his life, excuse me. So when she had this baby, she waited until he was weaned and she took him up and she offered that blessing. Back to God. We just went through Thanksgiving. If you want to read a great Thanksgiving prayer and poem or whatever you want to call it, read chapter 2 of, of 1 Samuel. It's just, it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But the point God made in my mind right there was this. She was so very thankful. Just like you heard with Jen. She was so very thankful that God had blessed her 
with what she was searching for and what she wanted and, 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 and what, what she needed. But she gave that blessing back to God. We just went through Thanksgiving. And we thank God. I thank God for pumpkin pie. I, you know, I love turkey. I love dressing. I love all that stuff. A big old piece of pumpkin pie with a big old plop of whipped cream. I'm, I'm in, baby. I'm already in heaven. You know what I'm saying? I'm already there. All right? And right after that, I take a, a uh, metformin for my diabetes. But... Um, <laughs> What are you laughing at? And I, and I looked at what happened when she gave this little gift back to God. In the, where she placed him, there was this priest, Eli, and he was lazy and kind of sloth. And, and he had these two sons that were the devil himself. And here's the one thing I need you to see and hear. The surroundings were awful. I mean, Eli's sons were detestable. They were yucky. They were, and finally God just killed them and him. And I want you to hear this. Even though the context of his life was a mess, this great gift that Hannah had offered back to God became Samuel the great leader and prophet. This, this Samuel was the one when the people said, we want a king, we want a king. Now, we look at politics today and we understand what God was saying. You don't want that. They will zap the life out of you. Are you with me? You know, all they'll do is take, 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 take. You know, and they'll just, it's a mess. And we see it, we go, yes, God, we know, but we don't know what to do, you know. But they said, we want the king, we want the king. So God led him to a big old tall, handsome dude named Saul. And he anointed Saul as the king. Now that was a mess too. God had tried to tell him. But because he would refuse to follow God, God says, I'm going to show you the person that I really wanted. The person that is, is, is very close to and follows after my heart or my mind. And it ended up being King David, who is considered the great, greatest king Israel has ever seen. You say, what are you, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, instead of hoarding and holding that great gift tight in her hand so that she could control what happened in Samuel's life, so that she could control and make sure that her gift got what he wanted and needed, instead of that, she released that great gift back to God in thanksgiving. And even though where she placed him was a total unholy mess, 
God took that great gift and anointed that great gift and used that great gift to the glory of God in such a powerful and special way. So I'm glad we give God thanks for our blessing. But what are we going to do with them? Are we going to sit on and hold and hoard our blessings and say, praise God, praise God? Or are we going to say, you know what, God? I'm not sure why you blessed me this way. I don't know why you gave me all this. And Jen, I'm not saying you got to give your house back. (laughs) But that's our attitude. If that's what God wants, it's okay. Because his will and his timing in his way is so much greater than ours. This afternoon and this week, I want you to think about your blessings. I want you to think about how God has blessed your life. When, when you realize that, that the rest of the world has nothing compared. You know, we look around and say, well, I'm not as rich as so-and-so. You know what? Compared to the rest of the world, we're all wealthy. You understand what I'm saying? We are wealthy. And I guess what God's asking us this morning is, what are we going to do with our blessings? Are we going to hoard them and control them and make sure that they are and we get what we want? Or are we going to open ourselves up and say, you know what, God? I bless your holy name for the way you have blessed me. But God, here it is. Here it is. I give it back to you. To use it any way you might purpose. And that could be anything. That could be anyone. You know, my wife. There are days she'd like to give me back. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) My kids. My grandbabies. Y'all know how I like my grandbabies now. But you know what? They're not mine. They're my blessing. My job. Putting up with you. Overseeing. The way God is blessed. But you know what? It ain't mine. And every time I get tight in my gut, you know why it is? Because I've chosen not at that moment to trust that God has everything under control. And God's purpose and God's will and God's way, whether I see it or not, is perfect and holy and of eternal value. Let's stand. I can't remember whether I said this or not. Cross between COVID brain and old age. But today and this week, I do. I asked you to list your blessings. And I want you to think about it. Do I need to control them 
or can I or will I just give them back to God for him to use in such a mighty and powerful way probably beyond anything I could ever imagine Father today thank you for this testimony thank you for this young lady's life I've watched her grow from knucklehead to a great lady of God. And Father, I just pray, Heavenly Father, for an anointing on her. She needs to use this elsewhere. And we pray, Heavenly Father, you would lead and guide her in that. Father, we thank you for the story and understanding and the biblical dynamics of the the story of 1 Samuel. And Lord, as I've been thinking about this, there are just things I really struggle to give back to you, to your total control. Lord, help my unbelief. Help me in my lack of trust. Help me to offer back to you everything I have, every person in my world, and allow you to do and be everything you desire to do and be in their lives. Thank you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you.